guys, on a side note, this wine really is kicking in. So yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like already. I'm glad we're wrapping up because the wine's kicking in. I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Guys, this is a special episode. This is special. Because we are talking with our friend Kelly Skaggs. Kelly Skaggs. And on this episode, we are going to be talking about travel. So how to travel safely, how to travel healthfully, um, how to get the best discounts when you're traveling, how to not overpack, how to not die. (laughs) (laughs) Always important. An important, like travel insurance. We've taught, we talk about that. I'm telling you guys, this episode is full of tips and tricks that are really useful. And also, we're talking to one of our bestest of friends. It's also full of wine, which you can tell at the end of this episode. We're not going to lie. As the episode continues, you can clearly tell we're drinking wine, but that makes it even the more better. Surely does. Before we hop into this episode, we do want to give a quick, quick shout out to Care of Vitamins. You know the drill. You've been listening to the episodes. Go onto their website at takecareof.com. Take a survey get some vitamins, get 50% off with our code SHINE. Yep, they're made just for you. With a smiley face. That's all you need. All right, guys, that's all the (laughs) announcements we have for this episode. Let's hop right into our conversation with Kelly Skaggs. Hey, Wine and Shiners, we are back with a new episode. And this one is a very special episode because we are with our girl, Kelly Skaggs, actual friend. Like, this is not somebody that we... Found on the internet. Exactly, yeah. Well, maybe you did find me on the internet. (laughs) No, we met through our dogs. Our dogs are boyfriends. That's that's the story of our meeting. Liz and I's friendship kind of developed on the internet first, though. How did you guys meet? Well, you met through me. I don't know, but it was just always one of those like, oh, yeah, Liz is one of Nina's friends. And Kelly does this. Oh, yeah, and then we were our Facebook friends. And then Nina was like, I'm going to go to New York City while we're in Philadelphia. (laughs) Why don't you guys just hang out? You've never really hung out before. And we're never. Like, cool. <laughs> before. We can do that. Probably in like a group setting. And then we just frolicked around Philadelphia. We did. You guys probably saw a picture of Kelly on our Instagram when we went to the Good Fest. It was the other random girl that was with us. <laughs> I actually, I, I gotta say, I feel really famous on your personal Instagram. My personal? Yes, because I feel like you tagged me. In all sorts of things. Oh, I'm, I Most do. recently, my dog. Yes. Before that, it was my great outfit. Yes. Oh, I know. Probably You're, your floral arrangements at some point. Let's give a flowers. shout out right now to Nourished with Nina while we're talking Sure. About I love joking. it. But really, everybody should follow me at Nourished with Nina. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm plug there. trying to grow that Instagram um, as I start my health coaching business. Uh, but Kelly is in the floral business. She surely is. And they're beautiful. And they're gorgeous. She actually did my wedding flowers and a bunch of our friends' wedding flowers. Yeah, word of mouth. I tell you, that's how you grow a business. Yeah. Word of mouth. At Blissful Blissful. Blissful. <laughs> That's not what they're called. At Blissful Blooms Floral. Let's just plug all the Instagrams. Liz <laughs> doesn't use hers. At Liz Garster. So if you want to follow uh, her and see like a picture of her dog. From every 2014. Months, and one picture of her and Zach from like a year ago. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, oh, 
the internet. But really, guys, we're so excited to be recording with Kelly today. We are not in the original Star Wars office, but we are in Kelly's boyfriend's um, what do we want to call it? A nerd, another nerd studio? Yeah, I mean, this. there's definitely some Star Wars in here, but a lot of just nerd stuff. Um, there's a big, is that Game of Thrones behind me? No. I, I, uh, Liz doesn't I'm know. I'm sure it's a Star Wars. It's the Predator. Okay. I don't know what that means. I, isn't but, that like Alien versus Predator? That's no, it's not that no, Predator, not that predator. And this is why know. we don't have a Star Wars nerd <laughs> podcast. I just think it's comical that every time we get together or every time me and Liz record, we're in like some sort of... Man cave? Very man cave setting. And this is also like the epitome of a man cave. Those yeah. paisley chairs are mine though. I was gonna oh, yeah. say, I was like, Michael chose some really pretty paisley chairs there though. But no, we have like a mine. whole wall of Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Which we talked about a couple episodes back because uh, my husband has a ton of them in his office and I didn't know the name and Liz didn't know the name. And Kelly, who listens to our podcast because yeah, she's I'm such like a great friend. I'm in my friend. car listening to it. I'm screaming at them. I'm like, they're Funko Pops. That's what Funko they are. Funko Pops. And that's what we're surrounded by. But so now that you guys have the atmosphere, we're not talking about anything nerd. Yeah, we haven't. Actually, we're not talking about anything that we've talked about. Yet. No. No. We're actually talking about travel. We are. And I'm super stoked about it because I'm trying to get a little more travel in my life. Liz, you kind of travel quite a bit. I do, but a lot of times it's for work, which, yeah. you know. And Kelly is like the travel queen. Not for work, for mm-hmm. pleasure. Do you have a crown for me? I should get you Every a time crown. I look Please at run. Kelly's Instagram, she's not in Ohio. Mm-mm. She's somewhere else. Yeah. In fact, how many days were you in Ohio in October? Oh, it was something like, Eight or something like that. <laughs> Out of all remember. the days in October, Kelly was in Ohio eight of them. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that, you know how you small talk with people? People mm-hmm. small talk with me about, oh, when's your next trip? Where are you going next? And it's it's so awkward, but it's also very fun. But I don't actually have like a, a trip planned right now. I mean, I'm like trying to plan trips. So everyone's asking me this and I'm like, I don't know. You're like, I'll be going somewhere, somewhere. soon. She honestly will be in Europe. Like she's like, oh, I'm going to Europe in a day. I'm like, what? <laughs> Since when are you going to Europe? And then she's like, oh yeah, I'm in New York. I'm like, oh my gosh, you were just in New York like a week ago. I'm going to Texas. Yeah. You now, are how always much- somewhere. Do you plan? Because I know you plan. Like, I know you're not just one day like, oh, I think I'm going to go to Paris tomorrow. Like, I'll just see you later. (laughs) Bye. But I feel like you're not like, all right, from 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock p.m., we will be. Like, you're not like that kind of planner. In terms of one specific trip or in terms of like my life? Just your general planning aesthetic and vacations. Yeah, big trips, definitely. If I'm going like abroad, those are definitely planned. But my random trips, like weekend trips to New York or Texas, California, or wherever it may be, those sometimes I'm only planning like two weeks or so in advance. I think when I was in um, Dallas a few weeks ago, Uh, I'm pretty sure I booked those tickets like maybe a week before. I wow. Just... Which is why I'm like, oh my gosh, you're going somewhere else? Like, I know. Because you plan them, some of them, mm-hmm. so suddenly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just back up a little bit. What got you into the travel? Like, what was the travel bug? You know, when did that happen? It's really funny because growing up, my family was... <laughs> We went one place and one place only. Shout out to the old people that live in Florida Mm. because we would always go to Inglewood, Florida every single year for Christmas. And we would drive down. And when you have like two kids with you and some grandparents, it was like a 20-hour drive. Right. Oh, yeah. So growing up, even through like high school— the, the, the baton was like passed that mm. it would be whose turn is it to drive 
granny down to Florida. She was a snowbird. She would stay there. And when I say granny, I mean my great-grandmother. I was going to say, that's yeah. not what you call great, your grandma. Okay. Yeah, great-grandmother. So it was always, whose turn is it to drive granny to Florida? Well, guess who got stuck with that when she was 16 years you, old? You, me. They entrusted you to drive to Florida when wow. you were 16? Oh, yeah. Dang. We had this caravan. So my grandparents would drive their car, whatever, with granny's stuff in it. And I would drive granny's vehicle with granny in it. <laughs> For 20 hours, you and granny. Oh my God. <laughs> and she would be like, you're going too fast on these curves. This music is too loud. Sounds Mind like you, my mom. The volume was at like notch four because <laughs> she had hearing aids in and it was terrible. And every time we would stop at a McDonald's, I would be like, can we please switch drivers? And the grandparents would just look at me like, no. Nobody wanted to drive with granny. Nobody wanted to drive with granny. And so, of course, I was just so excited to be driving at 16 years old. Mm -hmm. And anyway, so that's how it really started. It was this routine of we went to Florida every year. Mm -hmm. And I have my grandparents to thank a lot for this because after they kind of, they, my grandparents themselves became snowbirds themselves. Yeah. I was going to say because your grandparents now live in Florida. Well, they're well, snowbirds. No, they're they, both retired. Yeah, they go, they go up the for the winter. So once they started doing that, actually anyone who wants to like retire like a pro needs to talk to them because they are like living Good the life. Go. It's amazing. They're totally gold. So once they started to plan for retirement, they um, bought a condo down there and they would rent it out. Um, for most of the year. Mm -hmm. And then we would go down there and stay for a couple weeks at a time. And in high school and college, I would go down literally on every single break I had. So that, I mean, that was my life. So it was like, it's spring break. Oh, Kelly's going to Florida. Oh, it's Christmas break. Oh, Kelly's going to Florida. Like I was never in Ohio mm -hmm. on any of the breaks through high school and college. So I got this like reputation. I was like, yeah, I'm the cool kid. I'm the Florida girl. I'm the Florida girl. I'll always and going then, to Florida. And then it like, hit me. I was like, I'm not going anywhere cool. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> going to Florida with the old people. And when I say, uh, like, this is the epitome of a retirement community. I mean, let me tell you. Like, it's not like Kelly's on spring break. No. It's like it's Kelly's, like Kelly's hanging out with the geriatric check. population. She's playing Which, checkers. ironically, you do for a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> so you must really enjoy the old people. Uh, right. So so then in college, um, shout out to my best friend, Marissa, because she is also from Florida. So it was a perfect match that we became friends in college because we would drive to Florida together. You're like, oh, let me take you home. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> You're like, I can't wait to go back to Florida. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. So she lived on one side of the state um, in Orlando. And then my grandparents are on the Gulf Coast. Okay. the other side of the state. So we would take these road trips to Florida. And we just thought we were we were awesome. And everyone was like, they're so cool. They can take road trips. And then we started taking road trips. Guess what? Other places. Yes. Yeah. Now the rest of the travel yes, comes yes, in. Yes. Got it. So then once my going back to my grandparents, once they actually retired, they started traveling other places as well. Shocking. Um, and started traveling abroad. And I was like, I want to do that. Um, so I my first trip abroad actually was was in college and it was like a missions trip. Hmm. Well, I, okay, I don't want to like give myself too much good juju credit because it was like a like half mission trip. What's a half, half mission play? Trip? I don't know. The people we went with were like super chill. Like they you had did a little mission stuff and then you did hangout stuff. Yeah. Like, did you drink on your mission yes. trips? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Right. We're, we're getting what you're putting in down here. In this beach house in 
Mexico. Gotcha. Oh, so that, all right. if that helps you. That kind of missions trip. Yeah, yeah, Got yeah. it. So, so anyway, so, so then after college, I was like, shit, I don't have school breaks anymore. So when are you going to Florida? <laughs> I can't go to Florida five <laughs> times a year. Um, so then I'm like, oh my God, I actually have to plan my trips. This is crazy. And use PTO and time off. Right. And I have to plan it. Oh my God. So then I kind of made it at that point. I decided I love this. I want to do this. I want to see a bajillion places in the world. So that's what I'm going to do. And that's why you're and gone all the time. I was going to say, <laughs> and, here are, are. and here we are talking yes. about travel with the travel expert. Yes. So what does that look like? Because I don't mean to be like, I know you're not made of dough. That's not what I mean. But like, uh, I'm a social wear. I know you're not like loaded, floating we're, around we're Europe all, all the, the time. Same financial plane. Right. We're just we're all in the, yeah average middle class young people. So how Definitely. do you afford all of your travel? I afford my travel by budgeting it and prioritizing it. So a great example is people who pay for like, this is going to make me sound so fat and lazy, but people who pay for like a monthly like gym membership mm-hmm. or to work with somebody like Nina mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. My like, I have such a percentage of my budget that I make sure it goes to travel. So just as, you know, I have a car payment that I pay every month, I have a plane ticket that mm-hmm. I pay every month or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. So I budget for that in my paydays and, or I save up for big trips, you know, in my paydays. It's, it's, it's almost like a separate account but let me backtrack. I'm by no means like good with my money. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying by this. But I budget for it because it's a priority mm-hmm. right, to me. It kind of reminds me of like Cody's like, you're buying more supplements. Like you're doing acupuncture. Now you're getting a massage. Like things but that that's are- your value. But that's my value exactly. right now in life is like, okay, I'm doing all of these su- supplemental self-care mm-hmm. things. And your value right now is traveling. Mm-hmm. And Liz, like you just- I was like, I don't feel like I have- I feel like my value is eating out all the time. No, my value is food. <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> okay. She said that with the most serious of I all wish faces. You could have seen what? I wish you could have seen her face as she was going through that. And then she paused and she's like, but no, my value it's is food. food. And no, it was listen. the straightest face. I will go. But that's the thing. It's I true. will go to a restaurant and Zach and I will drop 200 bucks. I thought you were about to say two grand. I was like, oh my God. No, I mean, we'll drop a couple, but because I want to, you told me that I love the experience. She does because the last three times I went out to eat with her. So me and Cody just got a main dish, right? We're just like, we get the main dish. And then Zach and Liz are looking at them and you're like, we'll have the crab rangoon (laughs) for the appetizer. (laughs) And then we'll... I don't know what made me think of that. And we'll have the before dinner champagne. Why do we talk like that? And I suppose. Because that's how I think Zach talks sometimes. And then we'll have the main dish and then you get like dessert dessert, and then you get like an after dessert tea. (laughs) Like I'm not joking. She does. She goes like full four course. But I I understand that and full circle here. That is why Liz and I had such an amazing experience when we were in Philadelphia. True story. True story. Because you guys ate everything and loved it. Yeah. We so it was eat like the whole city my, of like, Philadelphia. Tra- <laughs> my travel bugness mis- mixed with Liz's, like, let's eat everything. Ooh, I mean, it was great. we were rocking. Okay, but let's talk about this. So that's your perk. Like, you got, a ra- you got us around Philly. You got us to all the destinations. Mm-hmm. Liz worked out the food situation. What did I contribute? You went to go see Sarah Bareilles in New York City. <laughs> no, I think that I contribute to the social aspect because every time you guys, you guys would like, 
can you go talk to that person? So that is can really do true. That's true. That's true. So I bring the social aspect. You bring the travel consistency. I got you the bring food. the food. <laughs> we make a great team, guys. I know. So the best vacation team. Can you give a shout out to that awesome app that we used in Philly? <gasps> oh my gosh. Yes. One of my favorite apps. Actually, I have a few apps that oh. I was going to like tell name you drop them. So a few apps that I use specifically like for traveling and I get asked this question a lot. The main one that I use for like getting around different cities is Sigic Travel. It's S-Y-G-I-C. I Put it they, in the show notes. I wish guys. they would pay me to say this because I talk about their app all the time to every single human I know. This is not sponsored, but Sigic. What are they called? Sigic. If you're interested. You got a girl. We so, got a girl for you. Basically what it is, is you put how much time you have in this city and it gives you a list of different categories. So you can prioritize what you want to see in that city with That's how much amazing. time you have. And it amazing. gives you, yes, and it gives you an offline walking map, live walking map to those places. So like what? point A is closest to point B, which is closest to point E. So we're going to take you from A to B to E, then to D, then to C. I mean, it's brilliant. Me and Cody have needed that app so many times. It's brilliant. Why have I not consulted with you before this podcast about travel? Um, I feel like I've told you about Sijik before. <laughs> and I just am kind of like, okay, great. Cool. And then I just don't use it. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Which is fine. Which is fine. What else do you got for us? Well, another thing I get asked about a lot is, um, what's the best way to get cheap plane tickets? Yes. All the time. Um, my biggest advice with that is you got to be flexible. So being flexible with airlines that you fly with, days that you fly, times that you fly. Um, there are several apps out there. There's several apps and like websites like um, like Trivago and... Kayak? Kayak, like things like that that are like search engines for every single like travel yeah. website. Mm -hmm. They're all the same. They're all freaking the same. Don't even waste your time. <laughs> Don't even waste your time because you're going to be Just like pick one. manically searching. Yes. And those prices that are coming up on those sites are the same damn price that Delta.com is going to show you. I found, yeah. There is no yeah. discount by using those sites. It's just like a more, is it more in a, a more efficient way? I guess so. It helps you compare yeah. times, how many layovers, different airlines, that kinds of thing. Uh, but one of my favorite um, places to look at that is called Skyscanner. And what Skyscanner does is it will take um, cities that you're going to and kind of look at flights other than your traditional like Delta or American or this, that, and the other and look at, okay, this person wants to get from New York City to Chicago. Oh, we have a flight that's coming from Paris, stops in New York City, and then goes to Chicago with, I don't know, Alaskan Air or something. So you're not going to look at Alaskan Air for a flight from New York to Chicago mm -hmm. or something like that. But that's what this site does is it looks at those non-conventional kind of mm. things. And so they have these seats. So say this flight's coming from Paris, has a stop in um, New York, but then its ultimate, st ultimate destination is in Chicago. They may have people getting off in New York. So they need to fill those seats from New York to Chicago. So they do it for cheaper? cheaper. Yes. Got it. Huh. So that's one of my favorite sites for that reason specifically. Um, but another way that I get cheap flights is by being super flexible with my dates and my times. Traditionally, Tuesdays and Thursdays are the cheapest days to both book a flight and to actually fly on. So if you have PTO, plan around that awkward like middle time of the week. Yes. Yeah. Which is hard, which is hard, hard, hard to do. 
definitely hard to do. I totally understand that. Um, and people are like, well, how many weeks out? Like, should I get it? And this, that, and the other. Bottom line is all of these sites are constantly changing, constantly, constantly. There may be a sale that you see for a $90 one-way ticket on Tuesday. On Wednesday, that ticket goes up to 150 bucks yeah. and then it goes back down. Wait it out. Just wait. My my my. What I always tell people is that if you're not looking on a Tuesday or a Thursday, wait till the following Tuesday or Thursday, whatever's next, see what it is then. Um, six weeks, six to eight weeks out is generally like what people say. Like if you're mm-hmm. pushing that, it's going to be more expensive. Mm-hmm. But I have booked. Like so say you just like a yeah. week in exactly. yeah, advance. I mean, I have booked that for, I don't know. And I know how much it is to fly to places. So one of my good friends lives in Dallas. So I've been there several times. I know it's about $200 to fly to Dallas round trip. So I know that if I'm getting a round trip flight for like $220, it's, it's probably the best I'm going to get. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to book it, that kind of thing. I was not being rude, by the way. I was texting my boss because she has a site, and I'll see if she texts me back, where it's some guy that like, I think you pay it, it's like 30 bucks a year or something. But if you think about it, if you travel yeah. a lot, it pays for itself. It's like mistake flights. Like yeah, if there's heard some that. kind of like freak mistake, like she's been like, oh my God, you can get to Rome for like 400 yeah, bucks what? or something like that. Yeah. Um, it'll like alert you. Yeah. So I'm trying to see what it is. Um, so. I don't know exactly. There. Yeah. So that's another thing that I like about Skyscanner mm-hmm. is they send those kinds of things specifically have an in answer. emails. Tell me. Scott's cheap flights. Scott's? Scott's it cheap flights. kind of sketchy. I don't know Scott. To be honest, I feel like I don't want to purchase tickets from Scott's cheap oh, flights. It sounds, like, it sounds like a, ch- like a chansty. What's a chansty? That's not the word I chansty? want. Chansty? I don't think that's English. It's cheap flights. It sounds like a skeezy motel is what Wait, it sounds like. I'm Googling it. Scott's cheap flights, cheap uh, international flights. So what that is? Look, this looks like a real website, guys. Hi, uh, Scott. I didn't mean. How dare you? I'm sorry. As Scott's but personal maybe pick advocate. A new name. I'm <laughs> but what that is actually is those are the kind of deals that they're sending out are last minute deals. Mm. So that's another thing about being flexible is what not a lot of people can do. So me myself, I try. <laughs> My people, God bless the people I work with because they know how much of a priority like Travel. traveling yeah. is for me that they know that like I'll probably be like, oh, I'm actually going to take Thursday and Friday off next week because I'm, you know, going to go to like Belize. I've never been to Belize, but next great. trip, next trip <laughs> that can happen. So I know the rules of my work. Mm-hmm. I know that I have to request time off at least two days in advance. I know how much PTO I have. And so sites like Scott's Travel Deals. Yeah. <laughs> Scott's Cheap Flights. Scott's get it right. Flights. We're like bashing Scott on this podcast I'm sure he's a great guy. And he's I've heard good is. things. I'll, yeah. I'll research it. And I'll, we can get we can get follow-up episode. Yeah. But, but my point about that is there are nine times out of 10 last minute kind of deals. So you basically have to be able to like drop your hat, get your ass on a flight and yeah. go. Yeah. Um, which a lot of people can do if, you know, who work from home and whatnot. You know, like I said, like I try to prioritize and make it this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But a lot of like within the United States flights, if you want to go for a weekend, honestly are hard to do mm-hmm. for fairly cheap unless you're really out there and you're really digging or you're booking in in advance, which... I, I also do that a lot, but I Cody, also don't do that a lot. Cody was on some sort of email list from, I don't know if it was like Southwest or not Scott's, <laughs> not Scott's email list, but he would get updates on like really cheap flights. Yeah. 
And that's when we went to Colorado in yeah. October. And we got these insane. It was like $300 round trip for both of us. Wait, to total? Colorado and back. Yeah. yeah. Wait, There's- like... Total. Right, yeah, there and back. For there two. and back. Like it was like three fifty, mm-hmm. maybe for both of us, like collectively, mm-hmm. to get to Colorado and back. That's but those things we were you flexible, pay exactly. And that we left, I think, on a Tuesday. And yep. like it was a very yep. in the middle of the week trip. But yep. I had three person. I used all my three personal days. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those times where I was like, "This is a priority. Mm-hmm. I love." Freaking Colorado, I'm going and I'm taking my three days and the tickets are cheap. Now, do you play the air miles game? Absolutely do. So Mm -mm. no matter what the airline is, I'm signed up for their sky miles or whatever it may be. Because even though I don't stick to one airline, Mm -hmm. which actually I usually stick to like two airlines. Which ones? Southwest and Delta. I like Southwest. Yeah, I like Southwest a lot for a few reasons. But um, I also like Delta a lot, mm-hmm. too, for a few reasons. So I have SkyMile accounts basically with everything out there, even with, like, these weird little random European airlines, which, but you never yeah, know. Yeah, but you never know. Some of those boutique ones are offering, like, like Norwegian Air. They're offering, like, dirt cheap flights because yeah. they're trying to be competitive in the market. There's, like, a yeah. French one that's, they only have, like, a couple planes mm-hmm. or whatever, but they're trying to get people to use them. And so and the those are the really kind cheap. of ones that I was talking about that, so if this a plane coming from wherever in Europe, their ultimate destination is Chicago, but they have a stop in New York. York, they're going to let you on that flight from mm-hmm. New York to Chicago for like 40 bucks or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. So, yeah. That's awesome. Okay. I want to switch gears just a little bit and talk about, because this is a concern for me all the time. How do you stay healthy while you're traveling? Oh. Because I know you're like, I have all the answers. I, know. I don't know about the answers, but I have my tips and tricks. I, well, Especially and, when like uh, hypothetically your life revolves around food. I'm just asking for a friend. Bone and a friend. And like you, because when I go travel, I'm like, I'm eating decadence the whole time. 100%. Drinking all the wine, eating all the cheesecake. Which I totally encourage. Do it. You're traveling. See, I like to, I'm crazy, but I like to bring things that I eat at home with me when I travel so that I don't feel like I'm just thrown into a tailspin. Like yeah. I have a new routine. I'm on a new time zone. Now I'm eating different food. And it's just, I don't know, that part of travel always seems to get me stirred up a little bit. So well, both what both of you just said, know that about yourself. Mm. So I am just like you, Nina, but I'm also like, I'm also like you. Like, <laughs> like I'm a little happy mix of both I, of I your really, extremes. I really am. I'm not crazy like either of you. I'm a little happy mix of both. <laughs> but What I always encourage people to do is know yourself and know what you need. If you're going to be gone for a week, know what you need to be and feel like yourself for that week. So for me, I have certain products that I like to use that traditionally aren't sold as travel sizes, okay? So I go to stores like Fresh Time and Whole Foods, and I'll spend a little bit of extra money on. Well, I was with you when you did that for yes. your uh, Europe trip. You, my last Europe trip, you yeah. Were. I was with you while you got all yeah. your stuff. So I will spend a little bit extra money on getting travel sizes of the things that I know I like and that work for me, and I use to avoid using that whatever XYZ brand Mm -hmm, of face wash because I don't want my face to break out while I'm traveling. I want to use my normal face wash. And if I have to pay $8 for a travel size of it, which is ridiculous, but you know what? That ultimately is going to make me feel more relaxed Mm -hmm. and better on that trip. So I'm going to do it. You can also get like... um 
like fillable yes. travel container things. Yes. So you could the container you could store sells these really awesome little Nalgene bottles that are about this big. And it realized like you can't. I'm gonna say that's me. a good like three to four yeah. inches. Yeah. And they're small enough that you can put like a ton of them in like a little travel baggie. But they're also big enough that they get what you need. So I'll put like little things in in these now. And they're Nalgene bottles. They're only like $1.50 or something Mm -hmm. each. But they're sturdy and they're going to hold your stuff and you can reuse them over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So those are one thing. Another thing that I always do is to think about, so that's like the health-wise thing. So like your personal products and stuff, thinking about those kinds of things. Another issue that I have come across and like one of my girlfriends that I travel a lot with is like taking tampons with you when you're traveling. Take whatever brand you use, you know, like be prepared. If you even think that you're going to be on your period for like maybe a day, bring your Lola tampon, take enough for the whole time. Yes. Take your Lola tampons. Or also not sponsored, but willing. (laughs) I love Lola. (laughs) Contacted Lola. And asked if Wine and Shine could sponsor. Did you? Were they like, never? Actually, whoever's in charge of their marketing or whatever was like, yeah, that sounds like a great fit. Let's, I'll get you to whoever. Never heard back from whoever. Follow up with them. I'm going to follow up. That's Um, what I'm going to do. A good space saving tampon, if you, if people are comfortable with it, are those OB tampons, the non applicator ones that you just, those are a challenge for me. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those. A lot of people aren't comfortable (laughs) with them for sanitary reasons. (laughs) However, they're a good space saving tampon. They are. They are. They're just, if you're willing to make the sacrifice of hygiene, (laughs) it's not hygiene. It's your own, it's your own fluids. Kroger sells um, an organic cotton version of those, which I actually, that's what I took with me on my last European trip because um, it was space saving and that thing. So anyway, um, another thing I think about, so your personal products and your hygiene and what you're most comfortable with, but also your, your food, what you put in your body every day. So if you're going out out of out of state or out of country, wherever it may be. Think about those things that you have routine on a daily basis. So for, I mean, a perfect example of this is I have a smoothie in the morning. Well, most mornings that mm-hmm. I actually get up and make a smoothie. But I buy a little single packet of that and I'll just mix it with water. Is it cold? Is it blended? No. Does it have fruit in it? No. But is am I still getting the nutrients from that? And is it still something my body's u- used to? Yeah. It is. So it's worth it to buy a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. Like you can get, like when we were at Fresh Time, you bought one of the Vega One yeah. packets. And yeah. then you I didn't can realize get, you made those in packets. Yeah, they have like single serving packets. Again, more expensive, right. but worth it. But and worth it. Travel size friendly. So. And you can get one of those shaker bottles mm-hmm. and carry that with you. Yep. You can take I, that on a on on a plane with you. You mm-hmm. know, it's as long as it's empty. The last couple times I traveled, that's kind of been one of the things I had been focusing on too was how can I make the food that I eat on a normal basis accessible to me when I'm traveling? Yeah. And it's a lifesaver. It really is. Anytime that I am traveling within the country, I grocery shop when I get to somewhere. So are you like, uh, let's eat breakfast and lunch here and then maybe go out for dinner kind of person? No, I'm flexible. I don't care. I don't care. But what I do know about myself is I have to have coffee in the morning. I have to have a shake or something with that. I'm going to get those nutrients that I know that I need in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I also know that I get a little fatigued in the afternoon. So I need a, I have like some kind of bar in the afternoon. So I am either taking those bars with me Mm -hmm. or I'm like, hey, can we stop at Kroger or wherever and get these really quick? Mm -hmm. No one's going to say no. Pick your staple needs throughout the day. Exactly. Um, One thing that's been my (laughs) friend, my friend is Amazon Prime now. Oh Oh my God. 
hello, I've done that in other cities. So in New York, obviously you can't just like drive somewhere. Yeah. So I Amazon Prime now anytime I go to New York and visit my friend Marissa and I get my shit delivered for me that I'm going to eat amazing. for the weekend. I know. Bless her heart. Anytime I go, I like take all these like food and stuff. And I'm like, eat this. And she's like, no. She doesn't want to eat it. She's not a fan. (laughs) Marissa, we're meeting soon, aren't we? I'm meeting the famous New York Marissa. She's excited to meet you too. New trip. Can we go to New York? Absolutely. I I think, didn't we talk about We did talk about this. See, I want to go, but I'm telling you, see, I get really anxious. And so she gets anxious about New York. So like a place like New York, like I'm like, Mm -hmm. just thinking about it. Like she does not want to do the subway. Absolutely. She's very, very frightened of the subway. For some people reason. poop in boxes. She says here. that people poop on subways. Actually, I think that was a Just, joke in the office, but I don't know that people actually poop. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've heard poop stories on the subway, but more that it just doesn't smell good. So it may resemble poop. It was very hot. All I know the last is if I, I had like a guide with me mm-hmm. to like well, show we got me the Kelly, ropes. The travel exactly. Expert. That's then exactly I what good. I was gonna say. I'm not in okay, but here's the thing. It's it's going somewhere and either Having a friend or someone that lives there to show you the ropes to calm your nerves, calm your anxiety, or preparing. So that's another big question that I get asked is like, how do you prep for a big trip? So I just told you a lot of like free things that I do to mm-hmm. kind of keep keep my, I don't know, my normalcy yeah. and routine. But another big thing is doing research on where you're going and planning, but not to the point where it's going to stress you out if you are not exact to that plan. This is what I'm bad at. I am bad <laughs> at the planning part of it. And then I get yeah. there and... Well, like you don't do any of it? Like you're just like, uh, we'll see what happens. Well, here's, here's the issue. And sorry, Kelly, I just interrupted your thought. But yeah, like... fine. I feel like... I know I, you. You're my friend. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know who you are. Cody doesn't plan either, but Cody is very much like Kelly in that he has like his apps and he has all these things and he knows like a general sense of what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so I just rely on him to be like, we're going here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look all of it up. And then I'm going to yes. follow you and, Oh, you know how to use the subway. So I'm just going to walk and follow you and go on the subway and get off the subway, which is totally fine because those people that are doing it, like Cody and me, we enjoy doing but that. I, so I know, let us do but it. <laughs> I want to be more independent in that sense. And it's well, hard. Where are you going to go walk around by yourself, Nina? I'm gonna <laughs> this go, is what I want to know. I'm going to go everywhere by myself soon, okay? <laughs> you just wait. Um, I don't know. I just need to learn how to do that by myself. So my biggest thing, when, what I try to do is to plan with flexibility. So one of my good friends, she's my roommate in college and, well, summer college and grad school. So what we do when we travel, and she's the one that I do like my Europe trips with, we always plan where we're going to sleep that night. The day-to-day stuff, we don't plan a lot of that unless it's, I don't know, like when we were in Pisa, Italy, for example. Well, there's really only one damn thing you're going to see in Pisa. That leaning tower. The leaning tower. Yes. (laughs) So those kinds of things. But we plan where we're going to sleep at night. But other than that, we don't plan a whole lot during the day. Um, And when we do plan, we use time like on the plane or mm. on a train when we're in Europe, something like that when you're on a plane, <laughs> on, on a, a train, train, in a house, Dr. Seuss. with a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I do not house. like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am. Continue. We use that time to kind of plan, oh, this looks really cool. Let's do this. Let's do that. But you also don't want to get there and be like, well, cool, we're here. What should we do now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't encourage people to plan 
like where you're going to eat and that kind of stuff because oh, definitely well you know me I'm like <laughs> Liz I is got, like where am I eating here there are these 10 Yelp restaurants that we got to check why, out though. here's why is because my biggest suggestion is ask a local so if you're staying at a hotel or an Airbnb or a hostel wherever it is the person that works there is going to give you good recommendations that's actually true yes. because when we went on our honeymoon um, so we went to Traverse City, Michigan, which doesn't sound like... No, but you love it. I've heard great things. I've heard amazing. amazing. Actually, I've probably place. just heard great things from you, but that's okay. It's, it's, I mean, it's just like pretty lake, temperate weather, like lots of wineries. It's beautiful. Anyway, we, for some reason, like we ate dinner and we got done at like, I don't know, must have been like six, I mean, early-ish. We didn't have anything planned. And so because we had had like, you know, a few glasses of wine, I was comfortable enough to be like, hey, waiter friend, like what, what should we do? And he was like, you go to the top of this hotel. It's the tallest building in Traverse City, which is, it's only like 10 stories because Traverse City is like, well, I mean, you could take the stairs. Um, But he's like, you just go to the top of this, um, hotel there's a bar up there and people drink martinis and watch the sunset See? over the lake yeah and it was literally like it's our favorite thing yeah. to do and they have like live music there like there's someone playing the piano it sounds like a dream but i never like that's a hotel and i wasn't staying at that hotel right. so i wouldn't be like oh i'll just go to the top floor and see what's going on like that is not something mm-hmm. i would have found so speaking of locals I every time I ever travel, I'm a huge fan of Airbnb. 100%. I love it. I love Airbnb. Number one, it doesn't feel as stuffy mm-hmm. as a hotel, and it feels like you're living there. So mm-hmm. it's like when you go and travel, it's you're staying in an apartment, you're staying in a house, you're living like a local. And then you have the luxury of usually staying with a local, and mm-hmm. then you can say, "Hey, where should we go yes. and what should we do? And yes. that's how I've had my best experience. Yeah. I mean, think about how much pride that like we have for Columbus. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you're going, those people, especially if it's an Airbnb where they're hosting people, they have so much pride for their city that they want to show you what their recommendations yeah. are. I mean, how many Airbnbs have you been to that have like a book or a guide to their city yeah. of here's my best restaurant recommendations? And while Yelp is usually on point, I always defer to the locals. Always, always, mm-hmm. always. So well, because I feel places, like people on Yelp, people go either if they're like super pleased or super pissed. So oh, it's almost kind of like a mixed bag because because nobody ever leaves reviews unless they're super pissed or super Absolutely. excited. Absolutely. So are you? Do you ever stay in hotels or like a hundred percent Airbnb? No, I do a mix of everything. So a lot of it is comparing convenience and price between Airbnbs and hotels. And then I've stayed in a lot of hostels too. What exactly is a hostel? Oh, Lord. Yeah, a hostel. So a hostel is like a community. I don't actually. It's kind of like a dorm. But it like, is. But it's like. A, I would stay in a hostel. But it's like, I mean, mm-hmm. okay, so here's my hostel story. She's getting her anxious face. No, no, it was actually fine. Oh. So I went to DC for a work thing. And that was part of the experience was you stayed in a hostel. Oh, of course. Yeah. And. Like the group that organized it, they're like, I had reserve, like I had planned to stay at this yeah, hostel. Like you book it, right. like you would book a hotel. Yeah. yeah. So, but I got there a night early before everyone else. So I get in there and I get in and there's like, it's me and like seven dudes. So it's a shared room. Yeah. Yes. Is it like bunks? Yeah. Yes. And a lot of the hostels too, you can um, book like if you're traveling with like your husband or whatever it may be, a lot of hostels have the option of they have a private room with like oh. a twin or not a twin, a double bed. I didn't know that. Um, so hostels are a great option for people either traveling solo or traveling with like a group of like 
single friends or you're on like a super budget. So hostels are great for people like that. Um, and they're a good sense of community because a lot of hostels, again, it's run by locals in a community, but then other people that are staying there are also traveling. Mm -hmm. And so you can get so, so many cool stories. I stayed in this hostel in California once and I met this family from Germany and they were doing this whole American trip with their two Mm -hmm. kids who were home from college. And this was their big like holiday trip. I mean, coolest story ever. But on the flip side of that, it's the same thing with Airbnb. So I stayed in another Airbnb with this host. This was in the United States, but the host, she was from um, Russia and everyone, I was the only American staying there. Everyone else was, I don't know, from, from all over the place. But there was these two sisters that were traveling from Switzerland and they were doing this whole American trip. So they got to share with me their experience of the United States and then also their own culture. And I got to share with them, oh my gosh, you're in the United States. Do this, this, yeah. this is what I love. Oh, that's da, 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 da. so cool. So it's like, and if you go to Switzerland, like you probably walked away with yes, some recommendations. Exactly. There. But how was your experience with all the men in your <laughs> hostel is what I want to know. Well, a lot of hostels too, <laughs> real quick. A lot of hostels too, they separate like men's and women's well, bunk. Here's the thing. So I... So basically, I said I got in an, a day early. Yes. So that was the hostel room I was going to be in for the rest of my time. And so they uh-huh. just put me in there a day early. Well, the day before, uh-huh. no one from my group was there. So <laughs> why were you there early? Because my flight, like, it just worked better for me. Anyway, you know me and my migraines. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I used to get them really, really bad. And I had one coming in. I was like, oh my God, I'm dead. I just have to sleep because I sleep them off. And I was, I got in at like 1130 or something. And the la- I texted Zach, I'm in a room with a bunch of men, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, oh, no! <laughs> Zach was probably like, my wife. He was like, him and his mom, because he was at his parents, they were like calling me. They, like, they were all concerned, and I was like, ow. And then I woke up like at, I don't know, like 4 a.m. and was like, it's fun, I'm alive. But I will say in the middle of the oh, night, my there's, I like open my eyes, and there's a guy crawling on the top bunk in his underwear. <laughs> Did you see everything? Did you see his wiener? No. <laughs> Too. Did you see everything? Is how he I put wearing, it. Did you see his wiener? Tidy whities So there wasn't like room but for. Still, even did worse. You know, a girl was under him. I have no idea. Was he European? He probably didn't care. I, all I, I think he was drunk. All I know, <laughs> all I know is that I and like hostel stories. Like continue. you know how like when you're sleeping, you just kind of don't care. Yeah. I was like, oh man, in his underwear. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. You so, sleeping. I don't care what I see. So we have options. We have hostels where you can have but Swedish friends say, or naked friends. And I will say though, I, I think a lot of people think hostels are, are not safe. And <gasps> not I did all. not no, I love feel, them. I never felt unsafe. And they had, like you mentioned, like there was like a community room with mm-hmm. like a pool tape, like where people would like hang out and do stuff in the, it was a, much more active than like a hotel. Yeah, for sure. So you could feel that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are designed for those purposes, for us to have a sense of community and for people to meet other people. Hostels sound like a great way to go if you're just like, you know what, we're just going on this trip to be flexible, have fun, see what happens, maybe meet some new friends and have that kind of vibe on a vacation. Yeah, I would recommend a hostel for anyone on a budget wanting to travel, anyone who doesn't want to plan where to rest their head at night and they want to look up a local hostel. Most of the times there's... Can you get in quickly? Yeah, most of the time. There's Mm. actually a really cool app that you can um, book a hostel on. It's called Hostel World. And it's not all of the hostels in the country. Like, not all hostels are required to be a part of this. How many hostels are there? Oh, that's a... I don't know. 
Oh, like I mean, does Columbus have a hostel? No, mm. Columbus actually doesn't have a hostel. And this what was, do we have? Just hotels became, and Airbnbs? Yeah, this became like a like I don't know a, a something I thought that I was like oh, I'm open a hostel, which would actually be cool, but I don't. Right? How now, do you open a hostel? I don't know. Maybe Me, I'll look into it. We're planning on Airbnb in our apartment because mm-hmm. we're moving literally in five days to That's so weird the, to, to short north area. Yeah, and. We're like, you know what? We could travel more and that would be a great place to Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not a hostel, but we're looking into getting in the Airbnb game. Yeah. Unless you have crazies like that come to your Airbnb like me. Do, have you ever, have I ever told you the best Airbnb story I have? No. no. Can we hear it now? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> so I was, I'm going to leave like specific details of this out. Just, leave them in. Well, well, for the protection of I, the Airbnb person, oh, maybe. Well, okay. for the protection of my poor friend that I was with. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was in a city down south. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know exactly where you were. So vague. Do maybe? you? Do you go there often? I was in Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. I was in Austin, Texas. I was going to say Dallas. So I was in Austin, Texas um, with one of my friends who I've traveled many places with. On a whim, mind you. This trip was very much on a whim. We, I think, booked this Airbnb the day before. I don't know. Really great reviews. Like, the pictures look beautiful. Like, and it was a nice place. That's not it. This wasn't like a gross place. It's not one of those stories. So we get there, and these hosts are like this young couple. The guy is from Australia. This super cute story about how they met when they were traveling in Iceland. I mean- Also the- somewhere I want to go. Oh, me too. I want to go to Reykjavik. That's like on my list. Anyway- the greatest, like, story ever of how you met someone. Um, and so, of course, now they host, like, Airbnb and the super, super cool, like, retro, like, house. And it was really awesome. So they introduce us to the space. They give us some recommendations for dinner. Cool, cool, awesome. Okay, great, thanks. We're going to go, like, get cleaned up and change them. We're, you know, going to go to dinner and, you know, go out for a little bit and this, that, and the other. Okay, so... We take an Uber. Actually, they don't have Uber in Austin, Texas. Really? It's like outlawed. They have Lyft. Uh, Uber is outlawed in a lot of cities. It's why? really weird. They have. They. I don't know. Internally, their business practices sometimes are a little scat. Yeah. Oh. So. Mm-hmm. No, wait. It wasn't even Lyft. It was some like something similar to those, but just for Austin, mm. Texas. I don't remember what it was, but anyway. Austin would. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we go to this cool restaurant in Austin, downtown Austin, Texas, that our Airbnb host recommended. We had a great dinner. We went all out, the appies, the drinks. The, you went Liz style. We went Liz style. Great. Dinner. <laughs> I was just going to ask, where did you go to dinner? Because I'm actually going to go to Austin in July. The name. I could look it up, though. <laughs> okay. I could look it up. Keep me posted. So my friend that I'm with, she met this guy on Tinder, you know, as you do. As you do. Um, in, I don't remember, some other city other than where we were and other than where either of us lived. I don't remember. But he happened to be in Austin for a bachelor party. So what do two girls do when they're in Austin after they've had a few drinks and have frolicked around the city? They go meet up with a bachelor party. Why not? Austin style, this bar we go meet them at is like a hut. In the back of this other bar, this other fancy bar, it's like this literal like hut filled with like mud and stones and sand. And it was so crazy. So we're having drinks in this hut. And I actually had been pretty sober, which is surprising. Usually I'm not the sober one. We're not going <laughs> to, you know, call you out on it, but. <laughs> so long story short, we both get pretty drunk, go back to these bachelor parties, Airbnb. I slept on a mattress on the floor. 
And it's not your Airbnb, their Airbnb. Oh, their Airbnb. Got it. Switched to Airbnb. A different Airbnb. Went home with this bachelor party. I slept on a mattress that was on the floor. I'm not sure why this mattress wasn't on the bed, the twin bed that it was intended to be on, but it was on the floor. Yes, it was. Oh. I won't disclose where Brittany slept, um, but we woke up at about 7 30 in the morning because these boys had to catch a flight home to wherever. And Brittany and I took this Uber-like thing back to our Airbnb, did the walk of shame into oh, our Airbnb no. that we didn't actually stay at. And these this nice couple that have this romantic love story are like, oh, hey, girls, like, how was your night? We were like, oh, it was great. We just went out to grab some breakfast real quick. They're like, wow, you're early risers. And we were like, yeah, sure are. We're going to go shower up. Okay. Well, we, we definitely came back here. Surely <laughs> did. We really slept in this bedroom that we rented from you guys. This is like 7.30 in the morning. So we go back and pass out until noon and checkout time was like 12.30. And so we're like, oh my God. So we're so hungover. We get back in my car and we're like, what do we even do now? Did you shower? No, probably not. (laughs) She's like, I do not recall. But I did the walk of shame back into my Airbnb. I've never done that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Okay. We had an interesting... Sorry, I was just thinking when we were in Philly, our our girl was interesting. She made jewelry. Yeah, and she painted things. I loved things. our Airbnb host. And she, her, um, her hotel was her hotel. Her apartment <laughs> was so, like, eccentric. She had a lot of rules. Like, you Remember? had to take off her shoes. There were, like, yeah. a thousand rules. You also had no to... Perfume. No, no perfume. No perfume. <laughs> um, it was very cleanly and tidy in there. I, like, loved her because she was super, like, flowy and hippy-dippy and at all mm. the things that I like. And something about, like, make sure the shower curtain is inside of the... I feel like that's a normal thing that people would say, and I wouldn't do. So I understand that, because I'd be the one to flood the entire bathroom <laughs> by not putting the, the curtain in there. lip is bleeding. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's just because I got a, that little December dry lip huh? going on, and I just bit it. So <laughs> Sorry for pointing Way it out. Way to call me out on the podcast. Okay, switching gears a little bit here. Speaking of like situations and Airbnbs and you never know and hostels, how do you stay safe while traveling? Because I feel like that is a topic that many of us don't worry about until we're in a situation where we feel unsafe (laughs) and then wish we would have thought about. Especially because you're in a place you don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't stay safe. I live on the edge. I mean, clearly with your bachelorette party story, yes. (laughs) But how do you? Um, Okay, the biggest thing that I think about and stay and save is to just be aware of your surroundings. That's the biggest thing and is knowing where you're going and knowing where you're coming from. Don't look sketched. Go go towards anything sketchy. Like don't be wear the reasonable. The dad touristy button up. Yeah. You know, no fanny packs. No Listen, fanny packs. Let's just get that out of the way. Of I'm a big fan of those. Do you wear a fanny pack? What? Um okay. Not realistically no, but I do own two. So why do you have them if you don't wear them? Because she knows that she'll be made fun of for wearing a fanny pack. She wears it. Just admit it. Tell the podcast she wears it. Uh, When have you ever seen me wear a fanny pack? I haven't traveled with you. I'm going to wear one tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to take a picture. (laughs) Um, Anytime I'm traveling either by myself or I'm traveling abroad, um, I give someone a copy of my itinerary. So um, Good idea. whether that is like you or Michael or my mom, someone has a copy of my general loose itinerary, aka where I'm going to be resting my head at night. Yeah. So most of the time when you're resting your head somewhere that night, there's going to be Wi-Fi. So 
check in with those people mm-hmm. every night. Check in with your husband, your wife, whoever you, your mom, whoever <laughs> needs you, your dog. I check in with my dog, those <laughs> kinds of things. Um, if you are traveling abroad or even if you're traveling within the country, Think about your documents and how to keep them safe. Um, So with passports, a general rule of thumb is make sure that someone has a picture of the picture that's on your passport. So whether that's a physical picture of it or it's a, you know, a picture of that picture, leave that with someone who is home and who you trust and is a safe person. Wait, is that a thing? Like, does that count? Well, the reason for it is because if you lose your passport or it gets stolen while you're traveling abroad, the only software recognition that they can have to prove your identity is that facial recognition software. And I don't know about you, but I look 10 times different in my passport picture than I feel like I do in real life. Mm -hmm. So that's why having someone to say, okay, this is the person that I trust who, going back full circle here, is who I've put as my emergency contact. They have my passport picture. They are sending it to me, match it to my passport. Mm. Um, So that's a general thumb. So Michael has like a extra copy of the passport picture that I got like from the post office or whatever when I got oh, that my stinks picture. Because I definitely threw that in the garbage because it was awful. Yeah, usually <laughs> they are. You should hold on to those. When Whoops. we were in China back senior year of college, mm-hmm. my roommate, shout out to Alexa, lost her passport or somebody stole it. No, uh, remember a Chinese maid once. broke into the hotel room and stole her what? passport. Yeah, well, that would have been, yeah. Our, our room. A part of us thought she had broken in when we were sleeping. Because, what? yes. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, so because Alexa insane. woke up and saw her. Uh, yeah, okay. So that's, that's kind of a creepy story. But, um... Poor girl had to like fly somewhere. Like we were all on this trip. She had to fly like two hours away. To the embassy, yeah. With our accompanist. Um, Joy Stonebreaker. Joy Stonebreaker. Um, <laughs> and had to get a new passport. Oh and was God. it was a very stressful situation. Oh, it's, it's, it's very stressful. So aside from leaving it with someone here in the States, if you can have a copy of it with you, um, that's obviously not with your actual passport. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with like your driver's license and if you're traveling within the country, like your medical insurance card too. So when you are in a city out and about, think about your luggage, okay? Um, for two reasons. So one for safety, but also for comfort, which I'll totally, I'll, I can get to later. But if you have a backpack on your back that has a bunch of zippers and stuff in it, it's stupid. You mm-hmm. can't see it. Mm-hmm. Who can, anybody can just reach in those zippers while you're in line for something mm-hmm. or you're looking at something and taking a picture of something and grab whatever the hell they want to mm-hmm. grab out of there. drawstring bags are good. Like when we always mm-hmm. try, because I've been abroad four times, four or five, five times. And they always told us to do drawstring bags. I mean, I don't really rock a drawstring yeah, bag. Yeah, that was also like, that was also like, <laughs> as a middle schooler, rock that drawstring. <laughs> that was like before 2007. <laughs> so, but they still make them. You can still take them. Cross bags, right? Cross yeah. bags. So what I take with me when I'm traveling, and it's actually not string. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my normal purse that I usually carry, um, but it's my day-to-day kind of travel bag. It's a crossbody, but it's also a flap. So everything mm. that is like has meaning to me, so my wallet, my ID, my phone, everything like that, you have to actually open this flap, yeah. unzip the zipper, and get in. So if someone's going to start messing with my bag, I know it. <laughs> right. I can feel it. Um, but a crossbody for that reason, for the reason, like nobody can just come and like yank a crossbody mm. off you. A little like clutch thing. Those are stupid if you ask me, especially when you're traveling because someone can just 
Swipe it from you. What? Or you leave it on the back of a toilet, which I've never done. Mm-hmm. But if I did. When we're talking working. about the queens of losing their back, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be me. Wait, why is it just me? This <laughs> <laughs> is just I thought you were in that club. What when is the last time I've lost my back? Way to put me in your club. Here's what you don't do. What you don't Are you do. lose a person Aruba? Shut up. Listen. <laughs> what you don't. I admire. <laughs> what you don't do is you don't. Put your passport in your purse and then you don't take that purse to a place where you're drinking and leave it there. Wait, are we talking about like two weeks ago? No, I'm talking about <laughs> when I went to Aruba. Oh, I just was thinking about when we went out a couple weeks ago for my birthday. Nina took her passport. I oh did. Oh my God. But I it was did, safe. It's okay. But only because I lost my ID and no, I didn't lose my ID. I left you just my, didn't. I left. Yeah. Nina and story. We're the irrelevant. same human. So anyway, your documents. Keep your documents safe. Keep your stuff safe. Have a bag that not only makes sense for those kinds of things, but is also comfortable for you. If you have this like big, giant, cute, little, but not giant, cute, little, giant, <laughs> cute, expensive bag that you want to take with you to wherever, hello, that's going to say, I have money. Look at me. Yeah. I have material things. Don't do that shit. The other thing that I, you know, tell people is when you're traveling and to be safe is to be conscientious of the etiquette. You don't have to know the language. You don't have to know the culture, but just be aware. So, and I, I don't really have a good example of this because I've never really been anywhere well, where it's like, a lot you of don't time, shake hands, you know, like stuff no, like that. No, but I know a lot of times, like I've heard of people going to France, for instance, and being like, where is the bathroom? Yeah, to like people that. who speak French. Like, I've heard if you make an attempt to just yes. like show that you're not completely just like, I don't care about your culture. Right. And people will yeah. be more helpful than if you just yeah. like come yep. barging in asking questions. Know the questions. basic words. And knowing the basic words not only goes for your convenience and locals aren't going to get pissed off at you, but also for your safety. So know the words like telephone, hotel, police, bathroom, lost. Those kinds of basic words that are going to, you know, keep you alive mm-hmm. and do well. In case of an emergency. Mm-hmm. The other thing, don't take any valuables with you. Even if you're leaving those valuables at the hotel, just just don't. Like, why? 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 Just leave them at home. They're going to be there when you get back. Cody lost his very nice watch when we were on our honeymoon in Mexico. Oh, that's sad. Don't know what happened to it. It was in the hotel. Yeah. Then it was gone. Yeah. If you're at a hotel or something like that, utilize the safe. Yes. Mm-hmm. For sure. All the time. And people are like, that's such a pain in the ass. All right. Well, is it a pain in the ass to replace your $250 watch? Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. Things to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so kind of circling back to like the bags and being aware of your surroundings is anything that <laughs> anything that is out of the normal and that's going to catch your attention probably is a, is is a decoy for something else biggest example and i've heard this time after time after time is little kids in different countries and even in different cities asking for money mm. oh that's yeah not normal they're yeah. not going to be at the eiffel tower like give me money yeah. i don't have anything to eat no they there is someone, someone sending sent that them. kid yes. and they're going to come up and take your bag Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, right then mm-hmm. and there. Um, a lot of people talk about too. You mentioned earlier, like the embassies. Um, some people, when they get to a country, they want to check in with that embassy to say, "Hey, I'm here. This is how long I'm going to be here." And you can absolutely 100% do that. I don't do that because I feel like 
I don't know. I'm fairly like reasonable abroad. Yeah. But for someone who hasn't been abroad before, and if you're going to be in one country for an extended amount of time, I think it's totally a great idea. You go to that embassy, you give them a passport, give them a copy of your passport, and you tell them, you know, what your rough itinerary is. So they know that you're there and they know that this, this American is in our country for this long. Yeah. They're Mm -hmm. meant to be there as a resource and a tool to help keep Americans or whoever it is safe. So we have options. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 100%. So if a natural, a natural disaster, uh, so if something happens, so I mean, think about like the terrorist attacks that happened in Paris so long Mm -hmm. ago, you know, the United States embassy in that situation their first kind of go-to was, okay, these are the Americans that are here in our country, in this city right now. What do we need to do to find, A, find them, make sure they're safe and notify whoever their emergency contact is that they are safe. Mm. I mean, it's eliminating so many, oh my God, I don't have a cell phone reception. I can't get a hold of my mom. I can't get a hold of my boyfriend, blah, 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 this kind of thing. So that's another thing. Do you purchase travel insurance? Oh my gosh, that's so, did you just read my mind? I we did not. I was that? just going to talk about travel insurance. I've Holy heard it's cow. on the rise, especially because I think a lot of people that look, she has a whole page of notes on travel insurance. <laughs> what? Um, I, I never have bought travel insurance. I've heard that, well, I wouldn't if I, well, I don't travel abroad that often. I wouldn't do it like going to, you yeah. know, Arkansas or whatever. Yeah. No. Me going to Arkansas. <laughs> Actually, Eureka Springs, Arkansas is really great, guys. It is. Um, Have you been? Yeah, it's really awesome. It's like a little gay paradise in the middle of conservative Arkansas. A gay paradise? Sign me up. Look, wherever the gay goes, you follow. because absolutely. 100%. They're great. I agree. No, but I've heard travel insurance is on the rise because like Mm -hmm. of things like Paris and lots of unexpected kind of terrorist attacks events. Yes. Terrorist attack events that have happened over in Europe. Mm -hmm. Um, So... There are many things out there that'll give you the pros and cons to travel insurance, which I really don't, I'm not, I'm not for it. I'm not against it. I've never purchased it, but I I could understand why people do. So ultimately, basically what travel insurance does is it will cover anything from medical costs to a canceled flight, or if something comes up and you have to cancel your trip, um, or if some kind of disaster or terrorist attack, that kind of things happen. That kind of thing happens. So a basic fact that everybody knows, no matter where you are, medical care costs money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and in the United States, we have insurance for those purposes. If you're traveling outside of the in- United States, guess what? Your health insurance doesn't work. <laughs> Ooh, I've never thought about that. What if you get injured? Eh, what if <sighs> Here we you are. are my husband and you get pink eye? Yeah. We yeah. decided not to go to the doctor for Where that. Where were you? Yeah. St. Martin. Yeah. Oh. An iguana pooped in the pool. Oh my gosh. Oh, are you serious? About, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, she doesn't want to talk about it. Damn iguanas. Those iguanas. <laughs> so oh, travel pooping. insurance can be really beneficial for things like that. So travel insurance. When an iguana poops in your pool. <laughs> travel insurance. Oh, is, there we go. Let's just, key. you know, the end. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> so travel insurance can be really beneficial for big things that would cost a lot of money for your insurance here in the United States. So for example, if you, if you break a leg, if you have to have some kind of surgery, if you fall, I mean, something like that. And if you're Kelly, you might fall. That's a different story. Okay. (laughs) For another podcast. 
But travel insurance is also very, very costly. And to have a travel insurance policy that is going to be effective for you, you're going to pay for it. And nine times out of 10, knock on wood, again, unless you're me, you're going to be okay. You know, you're going to be healthy. You're going to be safe on your trips. Unless you're Zach. And then you're going to get pink eyes. Maybe it's that. But out of the odds of us, like, it seems like you should get travel insurance. I would be inclined to get travel insurance if I had, like, a longer trip. Yes. Like if I were there for like 10 days. But I or will longer. also say I had no idea travel insurance cover- covered medical expenses. I thought that travel insurance was just like if your trip got canceled. Well, and that, it, that's the thing. It covers a bunch of different things. So just like there is car insurance mm-hmm. and health insurance, that's just how travel insurance is. So you can got buy it. a travel insurance policy that covers your trip. So if your flight gets canceled, you can get refunded a portion of it. There's also packages that you can do that cover that and medical. Um, there's also something that's called evacuation insurance that is part of a travel insurance bundle, which basically says um, if you're in some sort of country where that medical treatment isn't available, they will send you back Flying. home. Yeah. Oh, um, a lot of people do that if they're going to be in like a third world world country. Um, mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Healthcare in a lot of other countries is, is really good. Um, so a lot of people do that if they're in like another country. So that that is thing, you know, having that peace of mind that if I get hurt, if I get injured, if I get, get some sort of illness, you know, I will get treated back home and my regular insurance will then kind of kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what it comes down to is really whatever is going to give you peace of mind. If you don't want to upfront hundreds of dollars for travel insurance because you think you'll be okay, don't do it. If you want to have some sort of coverage because you don't know, then buy it. You know what I mean? It's all whatever's going to give whatever you Whatever makes of you feel more content in your travels. Absolutely. Now, I do have a question unrelated about, <laughs> uh, always, because I have ADD. What is it? Um, about packing. Ooh. So, good. Oh, you were talking question. about your little travel things, and I have a tendency to think that I'm going to wear all sorts of outfits that I'm not actually going to wear, and I'm Actually, unfortunately, both I'm Zach and I I'm with you are on that. mega overpackers. Same. So we have like, I'm the person that gets there and weighs their suitcases and like, come on, I just like don't to be have overweight. My options. I like to have options. I totally get that. So the first thing to think about is where are you going? If you're traveling somewhere for a weekend where you're staying at a friend's house and you know there's space and you know there's room and it's going to bring you joy to bring a morning outfit, an afternoon outfit, and an evening going out gown. Then do it. You know? Going out gown. Gown. <laughs> you never know where you're going to go. <laughs> to the ball, to a gala. <laughs> bring it. If you're going somewhere that has space for that and it's not going to inconvenience you or the person you're visiting, do whatever. But when you're going to Europe, for example. Exactly. So I always start when I'm packing with what luggage I have and is my luggage comfortable? Okay. So when you're traveling abroad or even when I did like my California trip by myself, that kind of thing, my luggage needed to be comfortable because guess what? That luggage was with me at all times. I was not able to just leave it somewhere for the day while I walked around and did my thing. It had to be with me. So for that reason, especially like, you know, in Europe and I don't, (laughs) I'm definitely not like a backpacker by any means. I mean, do I look like a backpacker? No. You could totally pull it off. Oh, yeah? yeah maybe. <laughs> um, Just don't put zippers on the backpack. Yes. No. no zippers. I'll show you my backpack one time that I travel with. Ooh. Ooh, it's fancy. Is, is packing with comfort. So I always pack, when I'm abroad, is two bags. So my backpack 
and then whatever purse thing I'm having. Okay. So my backpack, number one, is comfortable. Number two, it's not too big. And number three, it fits on a plane. <laughs> okay. Um, and I think about travel or carry on sizes for a couple different reasons. One, it saves you saves you time at the airport, especially traveling internationally. Checking a suitcase, going on an mm-hmm. international trip is going to be the worst decision of your life. Do not do it because you're going to have to lug that damn ass suitcase around. And if you are going, here's a perfect example. So this past uh, October, I went to Italy, but we had a layover in Paris. So anytime you're traveling abroad, even coming into the United States. So if I was coming from Mexico, stopping in Columbus and then going to Canada, you have to get your bag, recheck it, or re-go through security, really? recheck it, and then it goes back on there. And then you have to go through security again. That takes so much time. And when you have a layover in a foreign country, you don't want to do that. No. No. Have your backpack or whatever the heck it is with you. Make sure it's comfortable because if you're going to have to jet to get to something, Make sure it's comfortable. You know what I was just thinking about, Liz? Hmm. So our editor, Hayden, I was just thinking about him. The this is what he does. He's like, is it called a nomad, Hayden? I'm sorry. I know you're listening <laughs> to editing Can I this travel with you. Movie. He um, has the movie. number one travel podcast in Britain. Are you uh-huh. serious? Yeah. yeah. And I didn't, how did I love know that? also Hayden's going to come on the podcast. We just, we just need to keep forgetting the time. to pick a date. But anyway, so he like lives with his motorcycle and his backpack. And he works for Cody. Yeah. So he like he gets to travel with his computer. Wow. And, yeah. So anyway, wow. he's probably listening to this whole episode like, yeah, girl. That's or what I do. Or he's like, uh, actually, no. No. It'll be interesting to compare. Well, I think, first of all, traveling as a female is different. Totally. I mean, different. I was just thinking now, like, guys don't have to worry about, like, have your purse and make sure it flaps <laughs> over. Like, they just are like, my wallet's in my pocket. Right. I'm good to go. Yeah. I think for females, traveling is different. Mm-hmm. But I would I would love to hear Hayden's mm-hmm. European perspective. Definitely. And I will be excited to hear him talk because I I had to have him walk me through something once, like a technical thing. You did? And I was like, can you like read me lullabies or nursery <laughs> stories? Oh. Like, shout out to such Hayden. Such a great voice. The best editor Just, ever. That's so great. British. That's so great. But great. back to our back travel calling. Anyway, so... So so going back to like what you're traveling with, is it comfortable? So just like you want your clothes and your shoes to be comfortable, you want your luggage to be comfortable too because it's going to be your buddy for the, the whole time. The other thing that I always think about and I encourage people to think about too is what you're going to need when. So think about you're packing your toiletries, right? You're going to throw some Advil or whatever it is in there if you have a headache, okay? So if you have a headache, you're going to put it in where? Probably the bag with your toiletries, Okay. So, but say you're on a plane and your purse is below your feet, but your bag is above you and you can't unbuckle your seatbelt and get that. Mm. Hmm. Guess where you put should have put that Advil? Probably in your purse, right? Makes so sense. So think about when you're going to need things and specifically to like when you're in transit to places. So whether it's, you know, a plane, plane, trains, automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> a mouse, a house, wearing a blouse. Wait, are we quoting Dr. Seuss again? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> all I know Sorry. is when you've been talking about this, all my brain keeps going is eye solution, eye solution, because I have what? like problems with my eyes all of the time. And I always am pissed that my eye solution is in my luggage when it should have been in my Oh, eye purse. solution. I didn't know what, I didn't register it. He thought it like, like little eye solution, <laughs> yeah. like some kind of iPad. I was like, what is this needle? Thing? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> like I need to put my eye solution in my travel bag. Exactly. So, I mean, think about those things. Think about your comfort items. I get really, really freaking cold all the time. And so I always Same. have a pair of socks with me. I know that sounds so silly, Not. but I have a pair of socks, especially because when I'm on a plane, I like to curl up like I am now mm-hmm. and I take to take my shoes off, but I got to have socks on. Mm-hmm. So I, you know what? And I don't care what anybody else thinks of me. I, that's how I am. That's what I like to do. And that's what I need. So I make sure my socks are in my purse that are right there. So I don't have to get up and move. Um, Side note, mm-hmm. Kelly is the only person I've ever seen that I know on a flight. Yeah. Oh, you guys ran into each other. I was on a coming flight. back from Mexico. You were, and I st- I was standing there, and I literally <laughs> just said, you know, for all the times I go back to Columbus, I never see anyone I know like in the Columbus airport or going on a flight, and then all of a sudden, there's Kelly very loudly <laughs> in my vision. I ran into a couple people where I'm like, oh hey, I actually get this. On my way back from Colorado, <laughs> I sat next to my sixth grade English teacher. <laughs> she was like, oh, not sixth grade. Oh, she wasn't sixth grade. She was. Actually, she wasn't my teacher. She was like a friend's teacher. But mm. we talk, got to talking. She's like, oh, you went to Lake? Yeah, I went to Lake. She's like, oh, are you Nina Testa? And I was like, yes, I am. Oh she was like, oh, I was like one of the English teachers in your middle school. And I was like, no way. That's amazing. I ran into Representative Joyce Beatty. Well, mm. I didn't want to like say hey, but I was like, I sat behind her. She's our House of Representatives person. And I was like, I wanted to be like, you're a queen, Joyce Beatty. You should have. Love you. But I didn't. But I was like, good on you for flying coach in Delta. So the other thing to think about when packing, are you going somewhere where you're going to want to bring shit back? Okay. So mm. if you are, leave room for it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just like, you just got real intense. If you are, okay. Leave room for it. Okay. Guys, this is a great time to tell you that we actually have been drinking wine in this episode. Right. And you can tell. <laughs> I think you can tell. It is Cooper's Hawk. Wait, did we finish the reviewing. whole bottle? It's not time yeah, to we review did. it yet. Oh, sorry. We're talking now about Kelly's it. telling us how to run our podcast. <laughs> yes, but I also know you guys. So I can be like, bring it back in. I don't bring think we've had in. wine on the podcast That's in like 10 I episodes. Brought it. I know. She listens. She actually listens. All right. Keep going. Yeah, I don't know. If you're going to if you're going to buy shit, make room for it. Don't like squeeze your zipper shut. Like, don't be a Liz, basically. Because <laughs> I do that. But. I'm always like, let's stuff this full of clothes. I definitely won't buy souvenirs. <laughs> I definitely won't bring extra things home. I never do. I hate uh, extra things. Go I me. do. I always buy a pin somewhere so I can put them in my car, um, you know? I don't do any of that. One time I brought Cody home a halusi, which is like a Chinese instrument. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> a what? Hold on. It's it's called a Lucy. Look it up. I feel I'm like looking you it up right now. It's like a Chinese recorder. Why did Why did you see a Chinese? You're like, you know what? Cody needs <laughs> I she was a Lucy. Like a <laughs> no, it's because I couldn't fit. Speaking of bringing things home, I couldn't fit like a Chinese guitar lute in my bag. So I bought How a do recorder. You spell these? I don't know. H U L S I. It sounds like hallucinogen. <laughs> That's why I was like, we this digress also from your trip and we that? digress. Wait, how do you spell it? I don't know. I'm the worst speller ever. Halusi. My lips are chopped too. <laughs> they was it, is it a haluski? No. no, a haluski. 
I think that. Oh, look, I found it. Are you going to define it for us? <laughs> the halusi or kukurbit flute is a free, is a free reed wind Chinese. instrument from China and the Shan state. Well, there you go. That's what I brought home. Okay, so we have covered a lot in this episode from like packing to safety to traveling and apps and hostels and things like that. How, okay, if you had to pick one ultimate tip for a traveler, what would that ultimate tip be? Can I pick two? Pick two. Okay. You pick two, like (laughs) at Panera. (laughs) My first one. Also a sponsor. (laughs) Welcome to it, Panera. Welcome for the sponsorship. My first one, hydration. Mm -hmm. Stay, stay hydrated. Just like you need hydration, your body's going to need it more when you're traveling because you're moving more Mm. physically, but your brain's also moving more. You need so much water. So water is also expensive to buy. A bottle of water is a couple bucks, okay? So buy a big like plastic if you don't want to take like- Nalgene. No, that's not what I was going to (laughs) say. If you don't, Clearly, I'm not the travel expert here. If you don't want to take like one of your own water bottles from home with you, like on the plane, buy like a plastic one from the airport, like a bigger one or whatever. When you get there, BPA pull- free if possible. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that tip in there. BPA free. Or whatever is most convenient to keep you hydrated. Hold on to that as long as you can and keep refilling it. Otherwise, you're going to spend your whole damn budget on water bottles. Mm. So there's my first I thing. just want to tell you that I did bring a Nalgene on my trip to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and I left it empty, checked in, filled it in the airport, and Great. it worked out well. Yeah, that's wonderful. Idea. <laughs> yeah, you can take water bottles on planes. They just have to be empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my, that's my first one. My second one is to sleep. Sleep is the queen. So I say to sleep in two different senses. So one is to try to sleep your normal amount of sleep that you get at night here, wherever you are. So if it's eight hours or whatever it may be, try and do that there. And sometimes if that means like sacrificing some things, you got to do it. And I always think about it in the sense of, I don't want to sacrifice tomorrow, tonight, Mm -hmm. because I'm here for so many days. So I'm not going to lay in bed until 10 a.m. Well, and sleep is also a huge trigger in affecting your moods. Mm -hmm. And so you don't want to get less sleep. And then all of a sudden, like you're on a mood swing from, you know, the whole entire next day when you're trying to do things. Like that's what I tell my health coaching clients all Mm -hmm. the time. Sleep is one of the biggest priorities. Mm -hmm. And when you're traveling, it's even more of a priority. So another sleep priority is if you're going somewhere where there's any kind of time change and you're going to be jet lagged, embrace that jet lag. Oh my God. Or it's going to stay with you the whole entire trip. What do you mean embrace it? Embrace it. So if you fly somewhere where there's a six hour change and you're tired when you get there, sleep, sleep. Got it. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. If that means sleeping for four or five hours, do it. Okay. Take that time to do it. Otherwise, it's going to stay with you and you're not going to catch up and you're going to feel That's exhausted. That's a huge tip. So when I travel internationally, I try really hard to book like an overnight trip. So I don't know. A good example is uh, this past October, I left Ohio at 7 p.m. Ohio time and then landed in Paris at 7 a.m. Paris time. So essentially, I lost six hours and my 
my nighttime, my normal Ohio bedtime was when I landed in Paris. So I did two things. One, I drugged myself to sleep on the plane. And yeah, you do, do what you, you gotta do need sometimes. to do sometimes. But also when we got to Paris, it was 7 a.m. We went to the hotel. We let ourselves sleep for five hours. Good. And we essentially, to some people, wasted the morning. But you know what? We were good to go the rest of the trip. We were on a normal time. We felt good. We were able to shower, get back into our routine. Boom, bang, done. So those are my two big tips. Hydrate and sleep. I feel BPA like free hydration. <laughs> BPA free hydration, sure. everyone. Because I also, that's my other big tip to my clients. Oh my Gotta God. get BPA free. But if no. it comes down to like, you know, a plastic water bottle and BPA, I mean, drink just drink water. the water. Okay, drink yeah. your water. But I was going to say that I, I'm a really big fan of those tips, mainly because I feel like those are good tips just in life in general. Absolutely. And when you're traveling, I think, like you said, you know how you said, some people will think you're wasting your morning. Well, but think about it this way. Are you wasting your morning or are you actually saving yourself from days of exhaustion? Yep, that's exactly it. That's and that's exactly huge. It. Yep. That's huge. Yep. So most of the time, the first days of my trip are, are always shorter, but that's allowing us to get up early the next day and conquer it. I love it. Well, now I want to go on a vacation with you. It's so uh, fun. You let's should. Let's please go, guys. Should. Seriously. We should take a New if York you, trip. Absolutely. BFF or any trip. trip. Um, and, you know, if you ever have the opportunity to travel solo by yourself, do it. Because hands down, it has been the best trip your I've ever taken. Trip. Yeah. But also it's been the best, like, self-discovery mm -hmm. and mm. just best time of my life. So third final tip. No, if you can not travel. Really yeah, I guess so. But mostly I just wanted to tell you that. Cause yeah. It's great. If you can do it, do it. I feel like I need to. Well, Kelly, tell our listeners where they can find you. Yes. <laughs> she also has, but Kelly, you are more active Legit. on your Sorry. Instagram. No, you can find her. I will tell you where you oh, can I find her. I was just her. laughing because I'm like, I'm just Kelly Skaggs. No, I don't know. you can find her at Blissful Blooms Floral. Yeah. That's Check out flower florals. Account, because honestly, guys, if you are in Ohio, she travels. I'm plugging you right now. Thanks. Her, it's beautiful. Oh like, my gosh, gorgeous. Uh, honestly, guys, just go to my Facebook you just page. Said, you just said she travels. <laughs> no, oh, literally. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> she travels throughout Ohio for her flowers and she travels throughout the United States and the world, but not for flowers. I mean, no. it depends on your cost. Maybe one day. If you're paying, she'll travel. Yeah. But seriously, guys, she... On addition, in addition to her travel expertise, she's a beautiful florist. So she is. I am. Look at my face. Blissful bloom. She's beautiful. So if you have like a wedding or a celebration, check her out. Um, but you can also follow her on her personal Instagram, yo. Yeah, which I think is kind of fun. I love your personal Instagram. I do too. What is it? At Kelly Skaggs. I forget. Um, hold on. Let me look. I think I'm at Kelly.Skaggs. It's Kelly with an I. Kelly with an I. Who's the original Kelly Skaggs that you had to put a dot in? Nobody. I just wanted that separation. She liked it, liked it the separation. I'm Kelly.Skaggs. Follow oh my... her there. Okay, seriously, Kelly, thank you so much. This has been a long overdue episode. It was supposed to happen like episode two. It, it was. was. And it's been over a year. And it hasn't happened mm -hmm. yet. And you are... An amazing friend. Oh, geez. And a beautiful soul. Thanks. And we are so happy to oh, have guys. a friend that not only like supports and listens to the podcast, but also was just an amazing guest. All right, guys, we cannot wait to catch you on next week's episode. But before we go, guys, we need a shout out to Cooper's Hawks Lux Wine. Um, Cooper's we are Hawks? drinking some Chardonnay tonight. Cooper's Hawk is a wonderful restaurant wait, here in Columbus. I'm going to read the description. Please, please do. 
Kelly gave us this one. Because I was trying to bring them back to their roots. I was like, guys, you always are either not reviewing anything or you're like, we're drinking tea. <laughs> Kelly is pissed that we're called the wine and shine, but and drink tea every I episode. Know. So she she made us back to our roots. Let's read about this. Please. <laughs> our Cooper's Hawk Lux wines are crafted in small batches from high-quality, low-yield vineyards, resulting in fruit of intense, concentrated flavors. Aging in our finest oak barrels helps to soften tannins and add balance, structure, and character. <laughs> designed to evolve gracefully with age. Wow. And that is Cooper's Hawk Lux Chardonnay. Do you know why I bought brought Chardonnay though because it's my favorite wine thank you yeah but anytime I see Chardonnay I always in my head hear Liz saying Chardonnay Chardonnay. (laughs) yes because she says that always all right so in conclusion travel do it often travel safely do it often hydrate sleep sleep don't be a stupid person when you pack and have a great night also pack (laughs) band-aids Just my last little plug. <laughs> and our last plug for this episode, guys. Pack, pack your band-aids. Have a great night. Thank you guys for listening to Wine and Shine. <laughs> Bye. Well, a big thank you to Kelly for coming on the podcast and for talking all about travel. I know I cannot wait until my next trip. I'm going to implement a lot of these tips and tricks that you've taught us here today. Follow us on Instagram at Wine and Shine Podcast. Catch up with us there. We're also on Facebook. We have our Facebook group, The Wine and Shiners. That's The Wine and Shiners. And follow us on our website at wineandshinepodcast.com. You will not be disappointed. You will not be. Also, we want to have a little special message from our special guest. Kelly Scaggs. Coming at you live. Uh, thanks. Before we end this episode, we would like to give a huge shout out to Michael, who we are recording in his studio tonight. He is the host of the Hateful Geeks podcast, and we are so thrilled that he allowed us to use his space tonight. So if you are full of hate and you're a geek, (laughs) check out his... He's cute, too. Kelly loves him. (laughs) All right, guys. That's all we got for you. We cannot wait to catch you next week. Bye. See ya. Toodles.